All right. So, we are back. Word. Sorry about the break, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Took a break for a minute, fellas. We're back. You know, life got in our way for a little bit. But indeed, indeed. So, we want to welcome you guys back, too. This is what the... Uh, Beats, you know, bud, and bros. This is what the escapism is all about, exactly. man. Exactly. We, we couldn't escape for a minute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you get stuck, man. Sometimes you get stuck. Uh, so man. we were stuck in our, in our, in our loops, and uh, we're back, man. So it feels good. Uh, the weather has changed since the last man. time we was out here, so it's nice. Um, yeah, it's nice. I'm enjoying I apologize because you just got the green so that shit's harsh. Right, harsh right. the regular, but. Right, it's what we, what we, <laughs> what we got, what we got. I just think we need less of it. Right. But anyway, it's number five. Got my brother number three. Three brother times two. It's popping. We are the 19. We're here to do this shit again for y'all. Bring to y'all the realest shit ever. Beats, Bud, and my bros, yo. Shout out to uh, the three listeners. No, I'm just kidding. Word. <laughs> y'all just keep listening. Uh, that's all right. That's you do right. apologize. Oh, I don't, know if you, I don't know if I told you that uh, Thomas. Mm. Uh, Word is, up. What's is, up, Tom? He's a listener, man. He, uh, okay, what up, up, Tom, he Tom? Up, he was in Rome. And hit me up on Marco Polo and was like, yo, man, he was chiming in on the episode we did about the female MCs. Or, and, and <laughs> he wanted about Hypus uh, one, yo. Ain't no ashtray either, because that's hidden too. Okay. Not as Logan's uh, project. Oh. oh, but anyway, so today we're going to bring y'all part one of a part two. And um, I want any and everybody that's listening to please chime into this because it's very important the topic that we're hitting on is a is a harsh topic one that's been in the media for a minute not specifically what we're talking about but the overall the shift in the culture, the shift in the culture has been holding people accountable for right misdeeds and um i want to thank my brother three for bringing this up because i think we was just in a conversation you had you yeah. asked me about it and you yeah. like, yo so, have you heard you should do a podcast on blah 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 so what i'm gonna do is um Pass it off to you, bro. All right, so uh, basically, uh, coming from listening, you know, the, the making the playlists uh, challenge, which I hope, you know, y'all cats have, have attempted that because it's a lot of fun. But in listening and doing that, I was riding in the car one day, man, and, you know, I wasn't listening to one of our playlists, but I was listening to a dope playlist. And um, a track came on, and I mean, I was like, that's my shit. And it was called. Uh, the perfect beat, but not this one. It was no, the Talib joint with Chris right, on. Right, Chris it. on it. Ooh, okay. And I was like, oh, this is dope. And I was thinking, I ain't really heard nobody fuck with Chris since In the incident. And I wonder if he's being shunned, black, sort of bald in the industry, or uh, what's the haps? Which it'd be hard as shit for the industry to blackball this thing, right? Like, <laughs> right, right. So that's why I was like. How, did people turn their back on Chris after that? Right. Or uh, what was really the aftermath? What was the fallout of all of that? Because because he went radio silent more or less after the comments. Or at least, uh, that's the correct, radio silent. Radio he's still, doing a, he's still of, doing a lot of dropping albums own, on Bandcamp and stuff like band that. Bandcamp and his own white website. Right, he's okay. dropping a lot of shit. So, so, I, so that, unfortunately, you got to pay for them shit. <laughs> <So Right. now, laughs> my money generally goes towards Bud. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, mad, sorry, not sorry. You know, madism, man. like <laughs> channel live. Oh, yo, tell them what incident you're talking about. Cause we haven't hit. True that, true that. Yeah, I'm getting in there. Okay, I'm getting okay. there. So check it, check it, check it, check it. Um, 
there was, what is this, 2016? Or is it 2015? I thought it was before that. Wasn't it like four, 12 or 14? I can't somewhere remember. Happened? No, it was later than that, bro. It was like... It happened when I was in LA still, so it had to be 2014, 15. So, so nevertheless... Um, for the story now. So okay. we're listening to a Zulu Nation uh, playlist, which my boy put together, uh, The Shadows, and it has more or less a lot of Africa Bambada and Zulu Nation tracks looking for the perfect beat, you know, uh, Planet Rock, classic stuff that the, that literally is the foundation of the, what we're doing here. We wouldn't be here today if them cats hadn't done this. Appreciate it. And we're at one time for the culture. But yeah. also the culture is human. And so humans... Fuck have up. errors and, and, and malfunctions and misdeeds and problems and so it came to light from an adult accuser that uh, African Barbada had uh, molested some some young boys during the early Zulu Nation days Ooh. and uh, this dude is now grown or you know it was more than one and I think and he's they all, um, like one was in the Senate or some shit or yeah right, right? yeah right, it's it's a, some right. prominent people right so it was 16 they were okay. the last article that I posted on hiphop101online.com was <laughs> October 15, 2016. Uh, and that, that title was Did the Zulu Nation Hide African Bambada's Alleged Sexual Abuse Acts? Mm. Right. 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 So, so obviously, just like anything that comes out in this vein, the, the order of operations is this. I come out and say, this person did this to me. Person denies it. Right. Immediately, right. I don't know what you're talking about. Denial, denial, and then people start drawing lines. I'm with the accuser. I'm with the accused. Whatever it is, um, but it really, really, really fucking shook up Zulu Nation at the time, from what I could tell. Mm-hmm. And people were really like either bailing out of Zulu Nation and just dropping it all together, like I'm not even fucking trying no more. Right. Or they was you know standing standing, standing together going, Nah, man, it's Zulu Nation. So. Um, Anything I, y'all say about him, y'all right. saying about us, so y'all are against us. Right, so so nevertheless, uh, I had more or less uh, lost the story and, and never really found out what happened. I'm assuming nothing, just like most of these stories, whether they're, you know, whether you're Brett Kavanaugh or Africa Barbada, shit happened. You know, you know, Joe Biden would have need a hill, you know what I'm saying? It, it, <coughs> nevertheless, uh, nevertheless uh, I never found out how that concluded. And when I heard that song come up in my playlist with Talib, and Chris, that's what made me think of it, and I was wondering, huh, I hadn't really heard from him much since all of that, because Chris had some particularly, at the time, sounded like some negative shit to say about the accusers. Right. You know, he basically, he was basically, uh, what's the role he was playing at the time? You know, if this was hashtag me too, he was definitely one of the people that was a naysayer. He was like, uh, like that's some, what's the word he used? He used a word that was kind of condescending and um, yeah. I mean, he didn't say tomfoolery, but it was something like that, you know. In, in, in regards to these dudes who came out as, as grown ass men accusing the of doing this, he kind of said, you know, that's some bullshit. He's kind of basically that's some bullshit, and so people, you know, started looking at Chris sideways and jumped on him about that, and so that's what made me think about him being blackballed after that. But then I read a, a statement later where he clarified this shit and he was like, nah, you know. That's not what I meant. That's, Y'all that's not... took it out of content. And so basically he was saying that uh, if you show me some evidence of Bambada doing this, 
then I'll take the appropriate steps necessary to, you know, whatever you need. Alleviate this dumbness. Right. <laughs> Bless you. You need to answer Bless for you. your answer for your atrocities. But so far, I no evidence other than somebody saying something. Right. And he was like, that is not justice. Right. And so I can't get behind it. It's not that I don't believe you or that he did or didn't do some shit. I, you know, if this, this was a court, if this right. was a court. It's your allegation and his denial. Right. If right. this was court, man, you wouldn't have, where the, you where, know, is, where? where is it that you can prove to me if I was sitting in a jury that this dude did something and it's not there. So I can't make that. I'm not going to shun my brother for some accusations that don't have any backing. Now, and then again, I hadn't heard anybody say anything about him or the incident after his comment. Right, right, right. Because his comment was kind of solid, yo, in my opinion. Like, and that's how we should take all these incidents, but sometimes we get a little ahead of ourselves because there's been so many injustices to this point that people now want to place justice anywhere they can, mm. if that makes any sense. You know what I'm saying? So now, in the day when it seems like we're shooting towards you know, some people's equality, it's not everybody, but... You know, people are quick to jump on the bandwagon of these people have been wrong, let's do right. But. And that is not even equality at all. Right. 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 What a true representation of equality is pretty much what Chris was saying. Right. It's. Um, you make the accusation and you should be believed. True. And you make the denial of the action, accusation and you should, and be, you should believed. be believed. That's equal, and then you let the process draw out what actually with, happened. With or, you know or, testimonies and evidence and all the right. rest, but there hasn't been any, at least to my knowledge. I don't know if you got some more information on that because you did more digging than I. Well, it's just the one guy, and I pulled up the last article that I posted. Uh, Ron Savage. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just read it. Ron Savage, the man who initially broke open the story to internet radio personality star to the New York Daily News shares more details of his dealings with Dambada. Mm. Savage now 50. The dude was 50. This was 2016. Right, right. so right. that's what I'm saying, man. That, like, Savage worked as an understudy to the Zulu Nation DJ as a crate boy assisting with odd tasks for gigs and the like. However, things turned dark for Savage when he was 15 years old. Um, and just, I won't read all of his right, full sure. testimony, but it, they sent a cab for him. He came over, went in the room, some shit popped off, mm. and then Bimbada left, and another cat came another in with his dick out, cat, and, right. and, and Ron right. Savage ran out of the, the spot. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, so that, outside of, I mean, there were no cameras there. Right, right, sure, right. right. Nobody's so got it. Right, nobody's he's got, got his, his version, telling of it, and Bimbada, of course, right. had a denial. Of it, and then I think, and I, I don't have this story up, but I think after this, <clears throat> it was a cat that was one of the higher ups in the Zulu Nation came out and was like, "Yeah, man, he they was, was he, yeah, he was right." And that was right, right, and so that's right. So that's the kind of evidence that I feel like if Chris heard these other founders say, "Yo, man, these niggas doing some wild shit," then why would you still say, you know, what you said? Hold on, I gotta uh, right, 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 indeed. And I, from that standpoint, I agree wholeheartedly. I think where everybody took Chris's words wrong is, is one of the first interviews he did. He was saying, but do not take away what Bambada is to hip hop. So he was putting more weight on what Bambada did for hip hop than, than 
a man molesting a boy. Or at least that's how people That's how it. people took it, right. Which is BS. Um, and you know, and it's a difficult thing, right? Because when I think of R. Kelly, when, when R. Kelly got hit with all of that shit back in the 90s, as a DJ, I was done, man. Like, like yeah, B, I'm not playing your records. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. You, you know, his his impact on, on R&B is hardly what Bambada's impact is on hip-hop. If we're just looking at that end, that piece of it. but So it becomes a little bit easier to just be like, yeah, I'm not playing records. I'll play Usher instead or whatever. But, right. Um, I, I know personally, I couldn't separate the man from his music. But then when faced with, you know, like, Bambada and what's going on with that cat, or what was going on with that cat, and my affinity for hip-hop, I kind of had to on some level. Right. Didn't feel good about it. Um, but nothing was proved. So I'm like, let's get to the proof part so I can make, so I can get off the fence. Yeah, because if it comes out and he did it, it's like, uh, all right, man, I can't really fuck with you. Right. You know what I mean? It's, you can't separate him from hip-hop, even if you wanted to. Uh, Which but makes just it on a personal note, it's like, uh, yeah. I, I can't, can't fuck, fuck with you. But what I found, I think the most interesting about all of it is... Um, Right now, where we are with Me Too, right, and uh, believe her, it's like our culture has shifted towards believing the accuser. And typically, what I hear is the reason that I hear is, well, why would they lie about that? Which you know, well, why would somebody else do that? You know, you know, it becomes kind of the why would argument, which anybody can play. But I find it interesting with our culture moving in that direction. Because we weren't there in, in 2016, but it was still a presence of that. This okay. is the culture. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking excited. No, it's like Christmas. Okay. No, so, no, so, so the third B, we talk, we got beats and bros right now, but I got some bud coming. <laughs> and I'm excited. Uh, because, okay, so here's the deal. Uh, he's gonna be here in the next maybe 30 minutes or so. So y'all get to meet the brother. He sounds like a really cool bro. Uh, but instead of me doing all this, you know, texting and stuff, he's just gonna bring up all of the stuff and just open it all up and let's, you know, let, nice. let our nose do the, do the walking and, and, and pick out what I want like I'm at a shop. Nice. That's fantastic. That is, we've been looking for that. <laughs> Forever and a day. That's fantastic. When I say this nigga menu look like Baskin Robbins, I am not fucking kidding. So I'm, I'm, it's like Christmas Eve, man. I'm like waiting on Santa to show up. This right. is fucking amazing. So anyway, I missed some things. I'm back in now. That's where we are. I need to keep my phone ready though. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Awesome. Word. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's. Right. No, I was just, I was talking about um, how kind of we're in the Me Too and Believe Her kind of moment now. Sure. Which is, this, you know, this was before that. So I yes, found it interesting dudes. that it's always different too. It is all it. Nobody believes dudes, but anyway, I find it interesting that that through line was still in our our culture yes. at the time, but the way it's being portrayed now, it's like it was never there. You know, uh, right? So I think that's interesting. Shit. Yeah, man. Um, 
it's as, as Terry Crews pointed out, it's much more difficult, and as difficult as it is for women, not saying it's not. Uh, but for a brother to come out, not a brother as a black person, but a man of any sort to come out and say, another man took advantage of me. Um, there is a culturally, there is a different kind of dynamic that happens to you in your life if you were to so come forward and say that shit. I'm surprised Terry Crews did that shit, honestly. Right. And uh, good for him for doing it. It needed to be done. Maybe that'll help. That's, you know, like this brother, you know, uh, if people were doing that all along and then making normalizing it so that we didn't have to feel so much ill. Are y'all feeling this shit like I'm yes. okay? Well, I, I stepped out for a minute, though. Dude, so, I'm so, so, so I'm behind you a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> what I'm working is on that? That's the mystery. Malcolm X. Anybody we don't know the name of, Malcolm X. Malcolm X. <laughs> Yo. So. God damn. I could see it on y'all faces when I came back. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, fuck. Yes. Oh Already? My. That's why I hadn't passed it yet. I'm trying to <laughs> I figured, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> we need to be on the same wavelength. Wait. <laughs> we need to, right, right. Oh, shit. Right. I never freeze. Yeah, we, we, right, we wait. <laughs> we wait. <laughs> But yeah, so um, it is let it is it is high. Wait, not yet. I'm solid. So um, it is. Um, what was I say? It's kicking in because now I'm forgetting what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Um, I'm sorry. Mel and Mel distracted me with his prophetic lyrics. <laughs> what is this, B Street? Mm. I think it's the last verse of this record. Yes, that's what it's on right now. When I don't say, don't be a slave to no computer. I didn't have no computers yet. Man. <laughs> what the f- where, where, where did you go and come back and write this verse? Exactly. I was, uh... I never went into a... Astral projection to the future type shit, man. <laughs> this was always one of my favorite hip-hop records. But I don't think I ever listened to it. <laughs> Man, listen. Yeah, man, listen. I was on my way to work one morning when I was out in LA, man, and this record came on. I was like, oh, this shit brought me to tears. Every, you know, I couldn't listen to this for a while because every time that dude started breaking that shit I, down, I, my eyes like, get watery like shit. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's, I, this makes me feel it. I mean, it's because that dude, it was like, and this was 84. This yeah. was like, it wasn't just, I'm gonna write these lyrics. That was some shit coming through this dude. Like, he was an antenna, uh, a conduit for something else. And man, yeah, you don't get that that often, and and not just in hip hop, in anything, anything, art, paintings. You don't get that kind of connection, whatever the fuck is out there to connect with. And it ended like rah. What? <laughs> man, I was in a Woo. bar one night, and this young head, unbelievable, got me on the you know the, the top five, you know the top ten, you know? right. and Mel was in my top ten. Mm-hmm. And, and it was the, the young kid, he knew about him. Right, right. And he was kind of like, Mel, Mel. And I said, I went to my phone, I found B Street, I right. fast forwarded to so that, that last, last verse. I was like, this is probably one of the best verses in hip hop of all time. Ever. And then I played Forever. it for him, and he was like, Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, he goes. I mean, <laughs> to, to see that big of a picture and describe it, it in that few words. And have the listener understand and follow that shit clearly and completely. 
Yeah, that dude was a prophet. Man. And that's why this dude was so awesome. Cause he was the only dude to beat that nigga Melly Mel in a battle. So that means you must be fucking crazy. Like, how? You got away with that? I'll always. Yeah, I can't ever front on Chris. From a cat who never set out to rhyme. Right. He never used. He was right. tagging, doing grip. Right. Grip. And somebody busted him. I think as the story goes, somebody used was doing a freestyle and said something about him, like his shoes. Or something. Right, right, right. Freestyle battle, and he was like, "Man, I wasn't even involved in that shit." Right. He went home, got his shit together, came back out, and just started busting in freestyle battles, and <laughs> became one of the most prolific niggas ever. Yeah, yeah but so yeah, man. Um, um, very difficult. Um, culturally, what that puts on you to come out and say some shit like that right. about somebody else. Right. So for me personally, you wouldn't put yourself unless you Jesse Smollett, whatever his name is. Unless you're that, you don't necessarily go out in public and lie about such intimate and taboo type of shit. Right. Just to be shitting and jiving, you know, like. Because whether you get the justice and the dudes goes to jail or nothing, you just put, put that out there. Only you put that out there. Right. You can't ever go walk that back. You right. Know what I mean, and so, and people treat you differently as well. I, I look at all of it with a, a healthy dose of skepticism. And so I'm like, the accuser and the accused. Right. I'm like, mm. right again, especially when it's high profile. I'm like, uh, what's really going on here? Right. See, that's the thing. It's not like he said it about, I don't know, he's got me in the bank Right, right, right. But this is a dude who's, you know. People in hip-hop don't even remember who he is. Right. This generation of hip-hop don't even know who Bambot is. Right. So, like, it's not like he's, like, culturally he's high up, right. but not... You know, if you were looking for a check or something or whatever, right. you know, that's that wasn't that couldn't have been the goal of that. Um, he just had to get it off of his chest, I guess. Um, but also, I'll say this: I haven't done anything of the like. But if you ask me what the fuck did I do 15, 20, 30 years ago? I couldn't I tell you. Right. I couldn't clearly recall Mm-mm. what happened at that house party that one night in 1991. That night we skipped school and stayed out all night. I couldn't tell you. So if somebody were to say now, right, exactly. Or who knows what the fuck else these cats was doing, doing. too? Because they weren't just smoking weed. Yeah, right. Back then they were, yeah. they were doing some harder shit. That's because exactly. Mel was writing about it. Right. You know, some of them cats in Africa and Soul Sonic Force died of. of. Right. You know, cocaine abuse and stuff like that. So, like, y'all was living large, you know, this new breed of thing you guys are in the middle of creating is changing. You can see, y'all have visions in y'all crew, y'all can see this shit changing forever. You was high on your own shit, if nothing else. Right. You know, Kings of New York. Kings, right. Kings of New York. Uh, and as we all know, kings of any you know, sort tend to do bizarre shit because they kings. They have the uh, they have the authority and the ability and the and the, and the and the clout to command things of people that they didn't realize they could do until people start throwing it at them. Mm. And then you know you mix that with a healthy dose of cocaine. <laughs> 
And then you, you ask that like a cookie recipe, right? And right. Then, and the chocolate chips, and, and then ask Coke, and then ask these dudes, do they remember doing that shit if they are still alive? Right. Because a lot of them, you know what I'm saying? Like they weren't all meditating vegan and shit back then. They were wilding out. These dudes used to be gang members. This is how they was trying to stop, right? Killing each other. So these wasn't no. Right. Needless to say, these dudes, you know, knew how to get grimy. Right. And was deciding, making her a conscious decision to do something better. And uh, maybe not all of them did better. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. We'll never, I don't think we'll ever get the answer or something satisfactory out of that. But it's just interesting to Somebody knows out of y'all. Anyway, somebody was there. Somebody knew. They knew how y'all were, man. Which I think is the biggest thing, right? Like, like, and y'all know we ain't got any y'all didn't have no iPhones, man. So if y'all was really trying to do the right thing, man, I don't get it. The 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 culture shunning of Chris Chris's response, which again I think right. is a fair-minded response. Right. Again, his clarification. His, the clarification. Fr- his first response was very like. You know, I don't give a fuck. Homophobic, right. you know, very old oh, really? school. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't no like typical Chris, you know, metaphysical answer. It was like, oh shit, you one of them dudes. You know what I'm saying? It kind of came across like that. And then after he started getting dragged, then he said, hold on, let me clarify what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's not like, yeah, and so I'm like, yeah, I didn't know that. And so that's when I was like, I wonder if he got kind of black. If you can even do that to Chris. But Chris kind of blackballed y'all first a long time ago when y'all was whack and he was dope. And right. he's never really been the type of dude to be fucking with a lot of crews and people and making right. appearances Damn. here and there. He's always been like, I choose who I want to be around and they're usually going to be people that are lesser than me. So I don't right. that. You know what I mean? He never really recruited people that was too tight no type of power to be around. around. Right. 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 right, right, right. Well, that, look. In my opinion, Chris. <laughs> that blackballing is not just by industry people, it's by fans, right? Right, true that, true that. If he's not using mainstream distribution channels, he's selling his records on, on his own, on right. his right. website. Right. All it takes in the day of social media, right. all it takes is for a little bit of backlash, right. but after hit his pockets. Right. So... Mm. Given that, I now I question, right? Was his first response and reaction was the real the truth, right? And then right. the second one was just right, just like any politician, job. right? Yeah, like any politician, like right. start looking at the numbers, start like, dwindling. Like, no, like, I didn't do that. Clean this up. Right. Because when you think about it, we think we're his core audience, right. and we're not. Right. right. It's like our kids' age, you know, or if you had kids when you were in your twenties, like right, right. that young early twenty-something, that thirty-something. They're right. discovering this dude, you know? right? Uh, right. And, and to be honest, it's probably a, a lot of uh, Caucasian liberals. True that, right? Because, because you know what, they they were a lot of them kids' first exposure to hip hop because like Green Day have a song right. about him, or you know he was in he you know he does cross genres in very uh, unorthodox ways that like work better. So he ends up working a whole different crowd that's never heard of Chris. Mm. But now he's got the like like that one dude he fucks with uh, the white guy, Green, little 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 Greeny, little something like that, Green, green oh, something. Something, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> <he has> gases. <laughs> but anyway, there's this dude. You know, he's kind of like this. I don't know. To me, he's kind of like this silly sounding white dude. 
who uh, might have some freestyle skills or something, but, it, you know, the yeah. topics are usually blah, you know, right. it's just kind of silly. Uh, even when he's talking about serious topics, it's, it comes off as kind of, you know, parents just don't understand. You know, he's got a very silly way of doing stuff, but Chris frequently fucks with his right. They got an album together, I think. What's that name? But anyway. I don't care to look that. <laughs> that's how uninterested I am in deep stuff. Um, but yeah, but that's the audience. It's whoever that kid is reaching, featuring KRS-One. Right. Boom. You know, which is, you know that Caucasian liberal. They're not gonna really put up for a bunch of homophobic talk. Right. You know. Right. <laughs> right. Like, no. Any, any, any allusion to such. Right. You know whether it was. Sort of subconscious, you know, like right under the, you know, it wasn't very overt, you know. But right, but it was like, hyper, mm, hyper we caught that, right? We caught that. Mm. You didn't say it, but I know what you're saying. Right, 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 right. That kind of shit. So it was kind of like that, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. And then as I was looking up some of the stuff. I came across one of his most recent albums that was called, I didn't, I didn't listen to it, but it was because I saw there was some backlash about one of the songs. <laughs> I was like, what? More? So I clicked on it, and it was, um, fuck, the name of the album was dope, man. I can't remember now. I was like, oh, that's, I see what you did there. That's really dope. Uh, I'm not to look that up, though. Uh, but basically, it was one of them, it was one of them albums. It was one of them cuts where like you know you shout out to all the fallen soldiers of hip hop kind of thing, and you name the folks like Biggie and Tupac and uh, the guy that jumped over the trash can. Uh, <laughs> no disrespect, man. That's, that's the first thing that comes to mind, man. Man, me and Tommy. Cut, cut. Oh my god. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> I'm trying to bring what it back. What are we on? I'm trying to bring it back. I think we made a left when we should have just kept going straight. <laughs> and then... <laughs> oh, shit, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't rewind the tapes. I think that might be the best. <laughs> oh, boy. Rewind the tapes. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Something about dead. <laughs> Why was that in there? <laughs> oh, oh boy. Malcolm X, you're doing your job. <laughs> oh man. Ooh. 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 Uh, let's see, it was a little greedy. It was Karis one. Oh. His shout out to the, you know, Fallen Soldiers Hip Hop song. Right. So in this song, he was listing off all the people that's, you know, died moments or whatever. So he comes to um, Beastie Boys and he shouts out uh, Rest in Peace Ad Rock. Wait. <laughs> what? So the album, so the song, the lyrics were written, the song was recorded, there was a nigga on the other side of the booth, yo, yo, turn my headphones up. And then, you know, somebody else listened to it, they had a listening party, whatever, and he dropped shit. I'm assuming maybe people don't do that shit like that anyway. You just did it all on your iPhone and hit submit. But whatever, <laughs> whatever the case, Somebody should have proofread you because you shouted out to Ad Rock and that's not the deceased member right. of Beastie Boys. And those dudes are legends as well and was in your era. So right. it's not like you don't know who them cats are. Rest in peace, MCA. Chris. And so the album is out with this with this wow. Ad Rock shout out. Like, wow. You didn't even care to clean that up, man? I like Beastie Boys, man. Wow. <laughs> Come on, man. Wow. That was amateur, man. Why you do that, man? 
it sucks for them. You know what I'm saying? That's almost like a diss. I don't even know who y'all well, are. Well, to, to say rest in peace to a nigga that's still, that's still alive. alive. That is a fucking diss. That's like but this just to, come just because I can't even tell which one of you niggas is what. You know, I right. care I'm about that shit. That too. You know, yeah. I didn't even care about y'all impact on the culture. I never, you know, like I don't know y'all. Like clearly, you, I don't know. man, that sucks. That was, that was crap. Damn, Chris. But it's not like it was in a freestyle and you know you made a mistake or something. You wrote you that, wrote recorded that, shit. that, and you know yeah. mixed it yeah. down and shit. Right. And, you know, this kept having. So you heard it more. Right. Uh, okay. If you, if you mix it, you, if you listen mix to a record a uh, hundred times. Right. That's what I'm saying. You. So if you're doing you. all your own shit that a hundred times, and then you believed that Ad Rock was dead. I'm like, what's really going on? That's man? not right, man. <laughs> Nobody was listening to it in your circle. Was like, oh yeah, that's some heat. But then on this one part, you, you said, fucked up, yo. Right. Like if I dropped an album and said, you know, something about, I don't know, Kendrick Lamar resting piece or something, I'd be like, mm. but wait. <laughs> what are you talking about? Man? Right. You need to get back in the booth. Right. <laughs> right. Like if I was like, you know, shout out to, you know. Dr. Dre, rest in peace, NWA forever. <laughs> well, wait a second. <laughs> Dre's alive. You're right. That nigga's a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? Like, hold on. <laughs> We're all dead then. If that's the case, <laughs> right. I don't understand what you're talking about. My status is the same as his. Right. right. Like, whoa. Right. Who's, right. 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 <laughs> who's right and who's wrong here? Right. It just didn't make any sense. Yeah, man. So, so I stumbled across that while... Fishing for, for information about him and Zulu so like, shit. Ah, there you go, kid. Fuck it. <laughs> Are you just getting out? I was like, I'm gonna have to go buy or find a way to listen to rather. <laughs> some of your some of your newer material. <laughs> Cause I was like, ooh, I don't know if you just maybe you're just getting old, man, you know what I'm saying? Like But still. Just an old dude then. <laughs> you know. With the uh, with the walker with the tennis balls on the end, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's just it's just slowing down. You know what I mean? Like you just, I don't know. You know sometimes you know, just gotta take my pass. It just happens sometimes. Man, like you gotta understand, man. You know, you're a legend regardless. Thing, like you just gotta be out here cutting up hill for every man. You made your mark and then some. And then some. I mean, we just said earlier you took out Millie Mel. I mean, right. You could have ended your career right there and still be a legend, nigga. Like, that was already. That right. Was already right. That's like, you know, King Arthur getting a sword out of the stone. And nobody else was doing that. The fuck, man. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah, man, yeah, so those are my thoughts for the moment anyway. Yeah. Uh, I was still also looking for, and I guess we can do that on the second half, part. more recent tracks, if there are any, with KRS-One with, you know, peer-level features and not just, right. you know, work with that one song for that one day. Yeah. 
like the last one I can remember outside of Perfect B and Talib, which is how I ended up thinking about all this in the first place, <laughs> and started this conversation, is that I was like, I don't think he's done anything of that caliber since Talib, because before Talib, it was him and um, Wise, Wise's album. Wow. Uh, but that wow. was, but that was still, that album came out in early 2000s maybe yeah 2005 that's what i'm saying yeah, so i was like oh, wow. and i couldn't and then, and then talib joint was 2000 what album was that it was probably like 2015 maybe ish somewhere yeah. around in there with that song the perfect beat on there which is a fucking hot song i love the combination of it. them two right together the generation right uh you know and then the most recent one from that, and it was still probably around the same time, was him and your boy Hakeem mm. uh, from Channel, Channel Live, Live, which most people may not consider that a, a big feature, but Channel Live is one of them. <laughs> that, I mean, maybe not the more recent stuff. Right, right. But, we, but, <laughs> but station identification is a fucking Ooh. classic. Just because they were rhyming so fucking dope every song. Man. Every song, and I might also say that it's one of few songs in the history of songs with KRS One involved <laughs> that somebody's busting harder than Chris. Yeah, noticeably. I mean, them guys were like killer whale sharks. Yes, that's not a thing, <laughs> but it was on them cuts because they were hungry. I mean, they were literally eating the soundproofing out of the booth. The niggas. <laughs> <laughs> right, just on the walls, just in between. <laughs> Them niggas was hungry. You could hear it in every song. They were absolutely masterful of their domain. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but dang, you know, but again, like I was, that, my, my point to go back to that is right. everybody has their, their era or their age or their moment, and it doesn't last forever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it just doesn't. Uh, there's going to be people better than you that are going to make what you're doing obsolete because that's just the way the shit goes. And, and, and you gave them that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gave them that to aspire to, to be better than. If you weren't as good as you were, then people wouldn't ever right. try to rhyme or do anything better than that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, somebody someday is going to beat Michael Phelps' record. Right. Yes. And why? Because they saw this dude when they were five complete this absolutely amazing journey of goals through the years, and they wanted to do that. You know, he inspires people. You know, that's what legends do. You know, they create more legends through inspiration. Right. So, you're, you know, you got to be around forever. You will be just by the fact that people are gonna right. be better than you because of you. because of you. So I say all that to say, maybe Paris fall back. Mm. You've done your job, man. You, know what I'm saying? you can rest, man. People won't forget you. you know? So I think there's another So Again With the same concept <clears throat> You know We continuously do better As shown by the people before us Hopefully <laughs> At the moment <clears throat> But Over time You know That's what should happen So like Back then This dude Was Was 
woke version 1.0. <laughs> he was the first woke me, you know what I'm saying? And this dude was waking people up. You know, anybody who aspired to be something better than whatever the fuck was being advertised, probably, you know, from our culture, from our, you know, uh, ethnicity and whatnot, probably has this dude to one of the guys to tip their hat to and go, mm. you know what I'm saying? Because of you, I wanted to. Right. And I started reading this or doing this or, you know, I learned about this about my culture. I learned about that about science or whatever right. like this. Uh, or oh, vegetarianism, you know, that song, what's right. that song? Uh, Beef? Beef. Mm-hmm. Yo. Man, they changed life. <laughs> Come on, man. Dude was helping people get healthier as that. Who was doing that at the time? But nevertheless, you know, that was the most awake a person you heard on Wax was more or less at the time. It is way past that now. You right. Understand? And so the shit that, the type of shit that KRS talks now, people call, like, they just call them dudes a hotep. And it's like a, this, you know, like, nah, you kind of pseudoscience and everything and not really right. giving no actual you know, data no more, you know, we want to, you know, we studying algorithms now, bitch, you got to come aboard with that, you know what I'm saying, like, they done advanced, you know, what the, what the, what the baseline has to be to be considered a conscious right, right. Or, and, and that sort of thing, and so, like, you know, KRS comes and starts talking and people kind of look at him sideways now, because, They've done all that reading and then some. And they've right, done yeah. all, you know, and, they, and, and they can, they're can they extrapolating different data out of it than you are now. And so you just, you're not as relevant, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, yeah. Like, time, would, at some point, time moves past all of Right, that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying, you know? like And that's the natural order. They're things. not looking for you for to drop knowledge now. They're listening to Kendrick and J. Cole to do that for right. them. Or, you know, whatever, you know, like, there's a different guard standing out there doing that job now. And I'm going to tell you, I don't know about that cold dude, but Kenny is doing his job. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, like he was, he was, he was right, 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 right. knocked on the door. Right. Yo, Jay, yo, 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 yo. Milk. Kung Fu Kenny is sure, doing Kenny. his job. Bonkin' yeah. A, man. That, yeah, so Kung Fu Kenny, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that Kung Fu Kenny is a replacement for KRS-One. He's not, but what I'm saying is that, you know, He's standing on KRS's shoulders. Exactly. Right. You know, that's exactly. Proudly. As long as he acknowledges it. Right. It's a lot of these knuckleheads, you know, whether they're quote conscious or not, that they just won't recognize that they're standing on these other cast shoulders. Right. Right. You didn't. Your music is an extrapolation or an interpretation of. Of Africa Bambosh. Right. 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 And oh, right. and and Rakim, Eric right. B right. was an interpretation of that, you know. Right. All so that. it All starts that. with this thing and then it grows and it branches. And you can't at two thousand nineteen come out with a record and say, I changed the industry. No, you didn't. Right. You just kinda kept going. Now if somebody right. comes out with a sound or something that can't be categorized right. like hip hop right. when it came out. Right. Then yeah, you change the industry, but otherwise you I did put that some really awesome. Leaves. You did a great song, you know. It was right. a nice song. It was right. a great song. You made some money. You did some notoriety. Did some great shows, but nah, you didn't do it. Right. Bambada and Chris and all them cats did. Tell you what, man. I know. I, I would love to see that dude's process for him creating though, because his raps be so layered. Like, are you, are you writing something, and then you 
then you go back and like sort of I don't know put another layer topic within you know like uh, bury something within something do you go back and study this shit or does it just come out like that I don't know man but that dude's crazy man <laughs> that dude's crazy man I love it like yeah and then just the fact that he's I think he's that good but then also he's also fucking hella commercial too like that shit also works for the masses and that's unusual that that works for the masses because usually brothers that rap like that don't, <laughs> don't get it. you know I don't know if it's the Compton thing um, I'm not sure what it is uh, but I'm surprised as many people like him as they do being that his shit is so much harder to follow and you have to be so well read and versed in different things to really keep up and appreciate what Kung Fu Kenny's doing out there compared to the futures or the right. whoever the fuck else is you know, YG or whatever you know whoever <laughs> else the fuck is out there that people are listening to aren't really that smart yo <laughs> I mean you know what I'm saying and so it's very easy to consume that shit because there's nothing to eat it's just some, some empty calories it's, there it's, it's the dollar but, menu but that but that, <laughs> it's the dollar menu and that nigga shit at your mama's house right you know like like it's heavy cornbread and like you know like yams and you know things that have been simmered for eight hours Instead of picked up in a drafty window, that nigga shit be simmering. Man. And it's like, ah, 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 <laughs> shit. Fuck, I ain't, yeah, I ain't had to do, I ain't had to, <laughs> I ain't had to do that in a long time. Like, But I think that's the difference between an artist and a rapper. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, and me I ain't too. knocking I do on some, rappers. That dude's an artist. That dude's an artist, man. Yeah. In our time He's painting. and in this time. He's painting, dude. There are a lot of rappers. And they made some again. They made, made some, some songs. Yeah. It's not like I don't yeah. dislike them dudes, but yeah, but but I don't go to them to eat like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. When I want to like, you know, there's a time when you want to turn on something and get more out of it than the beat was hotter. Yep. You know. And the beat ain't even that hot. No more. Like ah, oh, you know, he can, <laughs> or he can rhyme fast. So the fuck what? What is he saying? <laughs> what is he talking about? I don't care how fast he's rhyming. Right, right, right. I don't care. I don't care. But but if you can rap fast and inject seriously potent content, you got me. You know what I'm saying? You got my attention. Yeah, that would be. uh, Yeah, that's hard to do, man. He does it swimmingly. She's still there. So we right, right, right. We need to uh, break because see, that's almost out, man. But you know. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. We'll get back at y'all sooner than later. Appreciate y'all. Call in. Let us know what you think. Thomas, where you at? Holla.